we live in a world that values influence and notoriety. It's been this way for a long time. You can see it in our obsession with celebrity. You can see it on the magazines at the grocery store checkout. That is, if you're brave enough to go to the grocery store these days. But this desire for influence has exploded with the advent of social media. Of course, there's nothing inherently sinful about being a so-called influencer. There's nothing fundamentally wrong with having people who are interested in your taste, in your sense of humor, in your writing or photography or any of those things. But influence and notoriety can become sinful if we lack contentment without them. Psalm 134 shows us the secret of serving the Lord, whether in prominence or in obscurity. Psalm 134 is the last in a group of 15 psalms called the Songs of Ascent. If you were to look at Psalms 120 to 134, you would see that they all have the same heading, a song of ascents. These psalms were apparently intended to be sung by Israelite pilgrims as they traveled to Jerusalem to worship three times a year. Jerusalem is seated atop a mountain, so anytime someone journeys to Jerusalem in the Bible, they are always said to go up, hence the heading, A Song of Ascents. Psalm 134 is the last in that series of psalms. Some scholars think it would have been sung at the end of the pilgrimage as the worshipers were leaving Jerusalem and returning home. Put yourself in their shoes. You've made a long journey to Jerusalem. You've just spent a few days in the city celebrating an important religious festival, perhaps something like Passover. Your heart is so full, and now it is time to return home. So you and your family have gotten up early in the morning before the sun has risen, and the psalm gives you some words to sing on your way out of town. This is what it says in Psalm 134, verses 1 and 2. Come, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord who stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. These are the words of the worshipers who have come to Jerusalem and now apparently are leaving town. But who are they speaking to? Who are these worshipers addressing? There are several clues in the psalm. First, they refer to servants of the Lord who stand in the house of the Lord. Servants of the Lord who stand in the house of the Lord. Who might that be? It sounds like someone who serves in the temple, maybe priests or some other kind of temple attendants. But this psalm is not directed just to any temple servants. It says, Come bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord who stand by night in the house of the Lord. In other words, these are the people who are working in the temple when no one else is around, when no one is there to see their ministry. Think about it. Someone had to watch the temple at night. Maybe there were janitors who cleaned up. If you've read what went on in the temple, you know that it probably got a little messy at times. Maybe there were guards stationed to keep watch overnight. Maybe there were priests who were making sure that everything kept running smoothly. Either way, Psalm 134 is talking about the night shift. It's talking about the people who were serving, but their ministry was not visible to everyone. These were not the 
influencers. These were people doing their work in relative obscurity, yet they are still called servants of the Lord. We may not be exactly like these servants, but we should be able to relate to them. God says through the Apostle Paul in Colossians 3, verses 23 and 24, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Knowing that we are serving the Lord has the potential to elevate everything we do. It means that any work can be sacred if we do it God's way and for His glory. We certainly need pastors and missionaries, but you don't have to be a pastor or a missionary to be a servant of the Lord. Whatever you do, God says, work heartily as for the Lord. You can work heartily for the Lord as a teacher, even if you're not able to be in the classroom with your students. You can work heartily for the Lord as a nurse, even if it means that you have to stay separated from your family to keep them safe. You can work heartily for the Lord as a stay-at-home parent, as a retail employee or an accountant, as a sanitation worker or a CEO. Any work that is done God's way and for His glory can be sacred if we do it as if we are serving Him. And knowing that we're serving the Lord gives us the right measure for success. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. Knowing that we serve the Lord liberates us from the fear of others. We do not have to secure their praise or fear their criticism so long as we are working to please God. But how do I endure in serving the Lord faithfully and with contentment when it feels like no one else sees my hard work? Psalm 134 gives us a really helpful answer. It says in verse 2, Lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. The way to serve the Lord faithfully in obscurity is by worshiping Him as you serve, by doing it not just for a paycheck or because it has to be done, but because He is worthy of my very best efforts at all times and because He sees even if no one else sees. I am sure there are many things you do in your life that are tedious and unexciting. There are things you do that perhaps no one else notices, or at least they never say anything about it. It could be at your job or at home. But Psalm 134 is a reminder that serving the Lord is not about being recognized. It's about being faithful. And the way to be faithful is by worshiping as you serve. You can worship the Lord when no one notices you and when the work is unexciting. You can worship the Lord when taking out the trash or proofreading an Excel spreadsheet. 
You can worship the Lord when you're emptying the dishwasher or emptying a bedpan. You can worship the Lord when you're dealing with a difficult coworker or crafting a teaching plan. You can worship the Lord when you're exhausted and fraying at the edge. You can remember in those times that God loves you, that your Father who sees in secret will reward you. He honors all your labors, and in due season, you will receive your reward if you do not give up. So press on, not in your own strength, but let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Henderson Baptist Church. If you'd like more information about our church, you can visit us on Facebook or check out our website, hendersonbaptist.org.